You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about growing your business through your personal impact. And I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Steve Gutzler. Let me tell you about him. He is a president of Leadership Quest, a Seattle-based leadership development company. He's a dynamic, highly sought-after speaker who has delivered over 2,500 presentations to who's who's list of clients, including Pandora Radio, Microsoft, LinkedIn is coming up, Starbucks, Boeing, Cisco, Starwood Corporation, and the U.S. Security Administration. He's an expert in emotional intelligence and so much more, as you'll hear on our show today. Welcome, Steve. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else would you like to add to that introduction? Well, thank you, Nancy. No, that was, that was wonderful, and it's just great to be with you. I'm super excited to speak with all your listeners. I have a passion for entrepreneurism. I've been uh, kind of a sole proprietor of sorts for over 20 years and um, have a small operation, a small staff. So I love the subject of growing business. I love the, the, uh, the entrepreneur as a growth engine individual. So I'm, I'm pumped for this uh, time to be with you. Excellent. We are so excited to hear all the lessons you're going to teach us. Well, first of all, congratulations on being voted number one by the Huffington Post Readership for Inspirational Leadership in Social Media. That is so cool. Tell us what that is and how you won that. Yeah, that was it's so interesting. You know, uh, a number of years ago as I was growing my coaching, speaking practice, I knew that social media was emerging, and I, I have a, actually a business coach, and he's always like urging me to kind of stay up and stay current. He said, Steve, you really need to get me on Twitter, and I was humming and hawing, and, and he actually set up my original profile that is, I think I've tweaked it a little bit since then, but we sent out my first tweet a number of years ago from a Starbucks, and off I went. And I tried to just make it very inspirational, very positive, very value-based. Soon grew a following that's now, I don't know, over close to 160,000 followers, I think. And started putting out a blog post consistently. And I think the best word of advice I got in social media is drive a stake in one of the platforms. So I decided that Twitter would be mine and I would be consistent um, and just tried to create a lot of value where, where I did very little selling. In fact, I'm always turned off when I see a lot of people just cranking out promotions. Not that I don't do that, but I think you have to create credibility and, and followings. So um, that grew, and then somehow I got in this poll for inspirational leaders on social media via Huffington Post, and I was just thrilled to be recognized with 30 other leaders, and uh, it, it ran for like a week, and as the week went on, my scoring kept going up, and by the last day, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm number one. <laughs> so That's cool. Yeah, so it was, but it validated the fact that I had a, a legitimate 
following of, of people that I, I've really valued over the years. So um, it's just one little, you know, spoke in the wheel, I think, as you develop your personal brand, right? Yeah, consistency is really important. I know that when I don't blog consistently, my followers drop and just my, my opt-ins on my website. So consistency is super important. Hey, you mentioned at the start of that question that you like to speak, and on your website it's one of your favorite things to do. Many of our listeners are speakers or want to be speakers. What is it about speaking that you like the most? Wow, that's a great question. I think it's just the fact that you can connect one-on-one with an individual and touch their heart because when I speak, even if it's I've been fortunate to do some pretty large keynotes, and I'll, like you mentioned, LinkedIn, I'll be down in their global summit at the end of August. There will be a large uh, group of people. And I always think in terms of a one-on-one connection. So I think the key as a speaker, I think number one, is being very authentic, being real, um, adding your story, uh, connecting on an emotional level before you give kind of the information content pieces. Um, so I think that's part of it. And, and I, I just enjoy it. I think if you're passionate about what you do, people pick up on that. And I've learned to just be myself, be bold, go for it. And most of the time it's well received and sometimes you get a few critics and you just go, okay, I'll, I'll learn from that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. But that, I yeah. like that. Connect emotionally first and then provide the content. Because a lot of people just, and I used to do this too, get right to the content because you want to make sure people walk away with value. But I'm working on the emotional part too. Hey, one mm-hmm. of your talks is about performing under stress and pressure, which is everywhere with entrepreneurs and business owners. What are some actionable techniques that we can do right now to be more resilient to stress? Wow, that that is a subject near and dear to my heart. That is a brand new keynote within the last probably year or two called Full Potential, How the Best Perform Under Pressure. And it just came from the fact that every coaching client I had was under enormous levels of stress. And it had to do with the information age. It had to do with the fact that we're constantly connected. Uh, there's a 24-7 access to our smartphones. We're on emails. Uh, 76% of people are on email before they even get out of bed in the morning. Uh, we're on social media. All of those things keep us highly connected and yet drive cortisol levels up, stress levels up. So I try to teach leaders, you've got to be two things. You've got to be very smart at what you do, but you've also got to be healthy. And uh, right prior to this broadcast, I was at Gold's Gym, and I've made a commitment to train three to four days a week, even if it's 25 minutes a day. Um, I unplug by 7 o'clock at night. I have a 20-20-20 ritual in the morning where it's 20 minutes of spiritual input, 20 minutes of reading, 20 minutes of uh, figuring out my main events for the day. And these are things that I've, I've grown in. And I'm not suggesting that everybody do these kinds of practices, but if you don't do proactive uh, personal rituals in your life, stress will put you on tilt and you won't be either smart or healthy and you won't be that productive. So I don't think it's about doing more and jamming more into your day. I think it's about being focused on big events, staying healthy, keeping your energy levels up so that when you meet with people, you have that law of attraction and there is a a powerful uh, emotional 
draw that you create. So those those are a couple of the things I, I think that I think about on a daily basis and I try to encourage my clients. That's going to be a great talk. I was just um, I was at recess myself before this call. I was hoping I'd get back on time. I went for a hike right out in my backyard. So <laughs> I agree uh-huh. with you that that uh, health makes a big difference in your business for sure. Hey, how about the seventeen percent? You mentioned that before we jumped on this call. Is that part of stress and pressure? Or is that something totally different? Yeah, often when I lead in with my emotional intelligence talk or full potential, I explain that. Um, 17% moments will define your true leadership and your reputation. And all the studies indicate that most of us operate, Nancy, at very optimum high levels about 83% of the time. We handle our task. We handle personal relationships quite well. But in the 17% moments, that's when stress begins to increase and maybe we face a challenging relationship. It could be with a team member. It could be with a staff member. It could be with an assistant. Uh, stress or a challenge with a client or a customer, um, a colleague, a personal relationship. How you handle the 17% moments ultimately will define your true influence and, uh, and leadership and also your reputation. So I've known a lot of people, we all do, right, Nancy, that have operated, they're really smart, they do great work, they're humming along, and then they're not able to self-regulate stress, and they fire off an ill-advised email, uh, they jump to conclusions, they react before pausing, and all of a sudden they damage not only their reputation, they damage a business opportunity, or... Uh, they sour a staff member or a colleague they're working with. And you can, you can do that one or two times a year, but if you do that consistently, you will lose people. People won't trust you. Uh, they won't enjoy working with you. So I don't, when I go in and work with teams, we don't talk about the 83%. I, I'll say, look, I'm just here to help you with the 17% moments <laughs> and uh, try to give them some tactics to uh, uh, manage those moments. I'm actually surprised 83% of the day is so productive. That seems really, really high. How did you come up with that number? Well, I've, I've read a lot of different statistics on productivity. When I say 83% of the time, that means we're functioning at, you know, good rates. We're, we're handling relationships. We're handling the task at hand. We're managing our email and projects and interactions with people or phone appointments. We're, we're doing a good job, like 83% of the time. But uh, they've done some studies on productivity and, and following executives, and they find that about 17% of their week is filled with a challenging conversation, a courageous conversation, an upset customer, uh, somebody on their staff that fires off an email internally. And they're either going to put kindling on that fire and get hijacked, or they're going to self-manage themselves and self-regulate others, calm, you know, calm it down, and come up with a, a good solution. So, um, and if you're, if you're active, I mean, for me, my pace is pretty quick. I, I move from appointment to appointment quite often. I get 
like everybody, lots of different emails. It's easy to jump to conclusions or jump to judgments. So I always am telling leaders, manage those 17% moments. That makes more sense. Hey, you've got a book coming out, Splash, and you've got other books. How did you come up with that name? I, what it says <laughs> is 10 Remarkable Traits to Build Momentum in Life and Leadership. So where did the name came, come from, and what are some of those 10 that we need to know about? Yeah, the, the, the interesting thing about this book is I, I start kind of at the beginning where I started my business 20 years ago, and I was unemployed at that time, and I'd actually gone through a season of depression. And I explained in the book, I don't know if it was clinical or just mild depression. I, I don't know. I just remember there was about nine months where I was very depressed and struggling, and it led to a, a, a time of unemployment for four months. And the two defining moments were in the middle of that four months was the first time I ever did any what I call internal work. Um, Nancy, up till that time, I was very focused on just the symbols of success, you know, raising my family, you know, making money, getting a nice car, moving up, just that. And when you get unemployed, everything, at least for me, stripped away my self-concept, a lot of my confidence. But it didn't become a destructive time. It actually became a time where I did internal work. And for the first time in my life, I documented what now has become the core tenets of a life plan. Uh, I had never written out a purpose. I had never written or documented the five values that I want to live by. I never written out, quote, a code of honor, eight to ten promises I want to make and keep for myself. Um, I was a goal setter. I'd set a lot of goals, but I'd never written goals around the seven key areas of life. Um, you know, things like personal relationships, family, career, health and fitness, finances, personal development, uh, fun factor, spiritual peace. So it sounds quite elaborate, but I just, on a yellow pad, documented for the first time life philosophies and tenets, and I've now since have created a life plan template for my clients. And we review it every year. Every July and August is called um, Vision Months. And it's nice and organized now, but back then it was just kind of messy and difficult. <laughs> but, Everything starts out messy. Yeah. So it was, that was a, and, and I, it was in the middle of that, it was almost like I was thinking I'd really like to just do what I want to do in life, which is work with leaders and take them on the quest that I'm kind of on. And I actually thought that would be a great name for a company, Steve Gutzler and Leadership Quest. And so that was uh, how I started my, my company. Um, but Splash, just shortly after that, I was rounding my subdivision. We're, we've got beautiful weather today. I was mentioning, Nancy, we're in the 90s today. But this was a typical Seattle winter, rainy, misty day. And I rounded the corner, and I was feeling kind of ho-hum, and I was watching a huddled group of, like, first graders with raincoats, and one of the kids was jumping up and down. He had like a yellow slicker, and he was jumping in the puddles, making big splashes. And it just triggered this thought it would be really cool to go through life like that, where I wouldn't always go to the dark side of things, but I would just immediately look for the good. That was just a little encounter, but when I wrote my book, I thought I'm going to call it Splash because really that began for me a shift in my mindset 
kind of rather than the victim or the, the naysayer, I shifted towards a real positive, optimistic, splashing outlook. <laughs> and uh, so that, that's the title, and that's, those were a couple of the defining moments that helped to launch my business. That's a great story. So our neighbor kid next door, he's a only kid, and they the parents just brought in a foster kid to you know care for a while. And every evening they're out there playing and yelling and screaming. This is the loudest kid on the whole block. I don't know where he's got his lungs from, but I thought how cool that they play all the time. And I mentioned the word recess earlier today before this podcast. I was actually I just named my hiking recess. I'm going to call it recess because. It's like a recess for adults. You were just at Gold Gym. That's yeah. kind of re- recess for you, right? It's, we're splashing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And to me, one of the key seven key areas is fun, I call it the fun factor and <clears throat> recreation, recreational activities. And again, Ooh, this helps good. us not only yeah, it helps us not only be smart but healthy. And that's one of my missions is to help leaders be. I want you to be smart. I want you to be successful. I want to give you tactics on productivity, but I want you to be emotionally healthy. I want you to be physically, spiritually healthy. Create a pace that's enjoyable. And uh, so in in the, the book Splash, I, I mentioned 10 traits because these have just been the ones that have surfaced for me. But a couple are, first of all, creating a calling, you know, turning your work into a calling. And that has really helped me. I for, for 20 years, I have felt called. Prior to that, I didn't. And it was work. And I actually remember getting up in the morning and not embracing the day. You know, there'd be some days I'd be excited, but other days, most days, I wouldn't. And even though it's been challenging for me in building my business, I can honestly say I feel called to it. And there's never been a day, for the most part, that I don't embrace it and get up. So I kind of give some, you know, principles on how to rediscover a calling. Uh, And then I guess one more I would speak to is I mentioned the code of honor. That's been so important. The eight to ten promises you want to make and keep for yourself. Um, You know, integrity when we think of integrity, we think of keeping promises to other people, but the ultimate form of integrity is keeping a promise to yourself. If you can keep promises to yourself, you'll keep promises to other people. That's and so true. I, yes, and so I started creating this code of honor, promises. You know, any great military, any great organization, they, they may call it different things, but they have a code they live by. And so things like for me, it is important to dream big. And I've got some sub-points under that. Another is be a corporate athlete. Train three to four days a week. You know, nutritional uh, balance. Uh, sleep, quality sleep. The, the, the promise for me to create a family legacy and to raise my kids with the knowledge that I'm going to be here, I will be there for them, we're going to create a family legacy. I now have grandkids. That's super exciting. I'm not necessarily a huge advocate of tattoos. I'm not against them, but my son Kyle's got family legacy tattooed on his arm. <laughs> and uh, So 
but the code of honor, uh, you know, live your faith, uh, learn, try, grow. These are promises that you can make and keep. Live by the golden rule. And they may seem simple, but these are promises I'm making, I'm going to keep. And so um, that's, that's chapter two on uh, the ten remarkable traits. This sounds like an amazing book. When is it coming out and where can people find it? Well, it's going to launch on September 21st, and uh, they can find it on Amazon. They can also find it on my website. I'll, I'll probably link it right to Amazon, but they can go to my website or Amazon. Um, and it's, a, it's not a big read. It, it's not, you know, this big uh, brainchild. I just feel like it's something that's authentic from my heart. A lot of it is a lot of the coaching content that I've created, and it's a, it's a real story of kind of my journey. I think it will be inspiring to people. I mean, that was my goal, that it would, it would inspire people. And, and they would maybe take bits and pieces of it and apply it to themselves. That's awesome. Well, let me ask the fun question that I ask to every guest and then give you a chance to send listeners to your website if they'd like to work more closely with you or even hire you to come keynote a big corporation. So here's the fun question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, since we're all about productivity, Steve, if you had one more hour in your day, so 25 hours instead of 24, how would you spend that extra hour? Wow, I think I, think I would spend it with my spouse. I try to do that every day, but if I had one extra hour, I think I would go ahead and spend it with Julie because she's been such a rock. She's been an inspiration to me. She's gone through some health challenges. Every time I think about my life and where I've been, uh, the people that have uh, encouraged me. She's been such a great supporter. And uh, actually this next, this next decade, one of my missions is to spend more time with my family. And, and uh, so it would, it would have to be Julie for sure. That's a perfect answer. She should definitely listen to this podcast. <laughs> Since you gave her, gave her a shout out, she'll appreciate that. For people who'd like to work more closely with you, how can they connect with you? You mentioned Twitter. You want to give out your website too? Yeah, that would be great. Thank you, uh, Nancy. It's stevegutzler.com, Steve Gutzler, and it's G-U-T-Z-L-E-R, stevegutzler.com, and Twitter is at Steve Gutzler. Uh, those are those are two great landing spots for me, and and uh, I'd love I'd love to connect even on a conversational level, or uh, I know you've got a lot of coaches or uh, maybe individuals that are looking for. I do I do primarily executive leadership coaching, but I will do some other types. Uh, I have a track that's specifically designed for emotional intelligence coaching, and then. Uh, of course, I love to speak at, at conferences and, and those kinds of things as well. Excellent. Well, this has been a great interview. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I didn't think to ask you? No. I, you, you're so nice, and you ask such wonderful questions. <laughs> it's just a privilege to be with you. I, I would encourage every entrepreneur to um, make this best this next year, make a commitment that they would be both smart and healthy and make just a list of the things they're doing right now that are smart, that are productive, that are wise as far as time management and their use of time and uh, 
who they're who they're trying to uh, put uh, energy towards, but then also make a list of the things that would help their health, and think of three buckets. Think of their physical bucket, their emotional bucket, and their spiritual bucket. And uh, I would encourage them to try to fill that up. Uh, we can't always get it right up to the brim, but don't let it go empty, right? What great inspirational words to wrap up this podcast. Steve, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show today. Lots of great actionable information people can do right now. Listeners, download my 100 proven systems you need to boost results in your business. Go to nancygaines.com slash systems to get it now. And if you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It helps other people find us and benefit from the advice. And until next time, Go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.